0: alimony alimony also called aliment scotland maintenance england ireland northern ireland wales canada new zealand spousal support u.s canada and spouse maintenance australia is a legal obligation on a person to provide financial support to their spouse before or after marital separation or divorce the obligation arises from the divorce law or family law of each country in most jurisdictions it is distinct from child support where, after divorce, one parent is required to contribute to the support of their children by paying money to the child's other parent or guardian. Etymology. The term alimony comes from the Latin word alimonia, nourishment, sustenance, from alire to nourish, from which the terms alimentary, of, or relating to food, nutrition or digestion, and aliment, a Scots law rule regarding sustenance to assure the wife's lodging, food, clothing, and other necessities after divorce are also derived. History. The Code of Hammurabi, 1754 BC, declares that a man must provide sustenance to a woman who has borne him children so that she can raise them. 137. If a man wish to separate from a woman who has borne him children, or from his wife who has borne him children, then he shall give that wife her dowry, and a part of the usufruct of field, garden, and property, so that she can rear her children. When she has brought up her children, A portion of all that is given to the children, equal as that of one son, shall be given to her. She may then marry the man of her heart. The above law only applies to women who had children with her husband. This fits more closely with the definition of child support in some jurisdictions. Alimony is also discussed in the Code of Justinian. The modern concept of alimony is derived from English ecclesiastical courts that awarded alimony in cases of separation and divorce. Alimony pendente light was given until the divorce decree, based on the husband's duty to support the wife during a marriage that still continued. Post-divorce or permanent alimony was also based on the notion that the marriage continued, as ecclesiastical courts could only award a divorce a mensa et thorough, similar to a legal separation today. As divorce did not end the marriage, the husband's duty to support his wife remained intact. Liberalization of divorce laws occurred in the 19th century, But divorce was only possible in cases of marital misconduct. As a result, the requirement to pay alimony became linked to the concept of fault in the divorce. Alimony to wives was paid because it was assumed that the marriage, and the wife's right to support, would have continued but for the misbehavior of the husband. Ending alimony on divorce would have permitted a guilty husband to profit from his own misconduct. In contrast, if the wife committed the misconduct, she was considered to have forfeited any claim to ongoing support. However, during the period, parties could rarely afford alimony, and so it was rarely awarded by courts. As husband's incomes increased, and with it the possibility of paying alimony, the awarding of alimony increased, generally because a wife could show a need for ongoing financial support, and the husband had the ability to pay. No-fault divorce led to changes in alimony. Whereas spousal support was considered a right under the fault-based system, it became conditional under the no-fault approach. According to the American Bar Association, marital fault is a factor in awarding alimony in 25 states and the District of Columbia. Permanent alimony began to fall out of favor, as it prevented former spouses from beginning new lives, though in some states, for example, Massachusetts, Mississippi, and Tennessee permanent alimony awards continued, but with some limitations. Alimony moved beyond support to permitting the more dependent spouse to become financially independent or to have the same standard of living as during the marriage or common-law marriage, though this was not possible in most cases. In the 1970s, the United States Supreme Court ruled against gender bias in alimony awards and, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, the percentage of alimony recipients who are male rose from 2.4% in 2001 to 3.6% in 2006. In states like Massachusetts and Louisiana, the salaries of new spouses may be used in determining the alimony paid to the previous partners. Most recently, in several high profile divorces, women such as Britney Spears, Victoria Principal, and Jessica Simpson have paid multi million dollar settlements in lieu of alimony to ex husbands. According to divorce lawyers, aggressive pursuit of spousal support by men is becoming more common, as the stigma associated with asking for alimony fades. Reckoning. Once dissolution proceedings commence, either party may seek interim or pendente light support during the course of the litigation. Where a divorce or dissolution of marriage, civil union, is granted, either party may ask for post-marital alimony. It is not an absolute right, but may be granted, the amount and terms varying with the circumstances. If one party is already receiving support at the time of the divorce, the previous order is not automatically continued, although this can be requested, as the arguments for support during and after the marriage can be different. Unless the parties agree on the terms of their divorce in a binding written instrument, the court will make a determination based on the legal argument and the testimony submitted by both parties. This can be modified at any future date based on a change of circumstances by either party on proper notice to the other party and application to the court. The courts are generally reluctant to modify an existing agreement unless the reasons are compelling. In some jurisdictions the court always has jurisdiction to grant maintenance should one of the former spouses become a public charge. United States. In the U.S., state law establishes requirements regarding alimony and child support payments, Recovery and Penalties. A spouse trying to recover back alimony sometimes may use only the collection procedures that are available to all other creditors, such as reporting the amount due to a collection agency. One who allows his or her alimony obligations to go into arrears, where there is an ability to pay, may be found in contempt of court and be sent to jail. Alimony obligations are not discharged as a result of the obliges filing bankruptcy. Ex-spouses who allow child support obligations to go into arrears may have certain licenses seized, be found in contempt of court, and or be sent to jail. Like alimony, child support obligations are not discharged as a result of the obliges filing bankruptcy. The determination of alimony varies greatly from state to state within the U.S. some state statutes, including those of Texas, Montana, Kansas, Utah, Kentucky, and Maine give explicit guidelines to judges on the amount and or duration of alimony. In Texas, Mississippi, and Tennessee, for example, alimony is awarded only in cases of marriage or civil union of 10 years or longer and the payments are limited to 3 years unless there are special, extenuating circumstances. Also, in case of Texas, there is a legal presumption while dealing with a spousal maintenance case, that the alimony is inappropriate. Once the requesting spouse can reasonably demonstrate that he or she has given the best effort in good faith to secure an independent income but failed, only then the case is taken into consideration. Furthermore, the amount of spousal support is limited to the lesser of $2,500 per month or 40% of the payee's gross income. In Delaware, spousal support is usually not awarded in marriages of less than 10 years. In Kansas, alimony awards cannot exceed 121 months. In Utah, the duration of alimony cannot exceed the length of the marriage. In Maine, Mississippi, and Tennessee alimony is awarded in marriages or civil union of 10 to 20 years and the duration is half the length of the marriage barring extenuating circumstances. Other states, including California, Nevada, and New York, have relatively vague statutes which simply list the factors a judge should consider when determining alimony, see list of factors below. In these states, the determination of duration and amount of alimony is left to the discretion of the family court judges who must consider case law in each state. In Mississippi, Texas, and Tennessee, for example, there are 135 appellate cases in addition to 47 sections of state statute that shape divorce law. As a result of these appellate cases, for example, Mississippi judges cannot order an end date to any alimony award. In 2012, Massachusetts signed into law comprehensive alimony reform. This law sets limits on alimony and eliminates lifetime alimony. Similarly, in 2013, Colorado signed into law alimony, spousal maintenance, reform, creating a standardized non-presumptive guideline upon which courts can rely. In general, there are four types of alimony. Temporary alimony, support ordered when the parties are separated prior to divorce. Also called alimony pendente lite, which is Latin meaning, pending the suit. Rehabilitative alimony, support given to a lesser-earning spouse for a period of time necessary to acquire work outside the home and become self-sufficient. Permanent alimony, support paid to the lesser-earning spouse until the death of the payer, the death of the recipient, or the remarriage of the recipient. Reimbursement alimony, support given as a reimbursement for expenses incurred by a spouse during the marriage, such as educational expenses. Some of the possible factors that bear on the amount and duration of the support are prenuptial agreements. Prenuptial agreements are recognized in all 50 states and the District of Columbia, and every jurisdiction allows parties to agree to spousal support and alimony terms in a premarital or postnuptial agreement, if their marital agreement is prepared in accordance with state and federal law requirements. Divorce courts retain the discretion to refuse to enforce prenuptial agreement terms restricting a party's right to seek alimony if that party would have to seek public assistance as a result of the alimony waiver, or if the restriction on the right to seek alimony is unconscionable or unfair when the divorce occurs. Lack of financial disclosure prior to signing a prenuptial agreement or a postnuptial agreement by the party against whom alimony is sought may also cause a court to invalidate a waiver of alimony provision. Prenuptial agreements with valid alimony waivers or restrictions entered into in one state should be fully enforceable by the courts of another state in the event of a divorce, unless the terms of the prenuptial agreement are in material violation of the foreign jurisdictions laws. California is the only state with a law that requires that the parties be represented by counsel if spousal support, alimony, is limited by the agreement.